Hey everyone, it's Amy Lynn Durham and you're listening to Create Magic at Work. Create Magic at Work is on a mission to equip senior leaders with tools they need to be a true servant leader and actually understand what that means. Improve employee engagement, retain top talent, and transform your workplace culture to have less stress and drama. So let's start making magic. Okay, so here's the deal. I have been asking every guest on the Create Magic at Work podcast for the past two seasons, one consistent question. I ask towards the end of every episode, what does servant leadership mean to them? Or what do they think servant leadership is? And the reason why I do that is because I felt like it was becoming a corporate buzzword that people were saying, I need to be a servant leader, you need to be a servant leader. And they weren't really deeply behaving or operating from that space, or maybe had a really deep understanding of what that is at times. And I love the intent. I just wanted to really talk about it at a deep level. So I always like doing this. Um, I searched LinkedIn and 45,000 people came up identifying as being a servant leader in the workplace. So that is beautiful. There's all sorts of articles and publications around servant leadership. And what I want to do on the Create Magic at Work podcast is really move us from a servant leadership space to a quantum leader space. And we're going to do that in season three. Every episode in season three and beyond until I decide to change it again, every guest at the end of the episode will be asked, what does quantum leadership mean to you? And what does it mean to be a quantum leader? So before we transition to that, this final episode of the Summer Solo series is going to pay tribute to many of the guests that have shared their insights on what servant leadership is to them. You're going to hear an answer from some of our most popular guests and what servant leadership meant to them. So a servant leader aims to share power with others and encourage the development and growth of others. That's a definition that you can see as a main goal of a servant leader if you look that up. The first perspective on servant leadership comes from Sean Moore. He's certified in diversity and inclusion from Cornell University, and after 20 years in the telecom industry, Sean decided to start a consulting company that focuses on change management, servant leadership, and building strong, diverse, and inclusive cultures. I've had the pleasure of working with Sean for many years in my past uh, corporate executive position, and we have remained um, close colleagues and friends uh, throughout the years. So here is Sean's take on servant leadership. Uh, servant leadership to me, mean, well, means lots of things. Uh, but if I were to define it, I think servant leadership is leading with a purpose. I, it is the best thing I could boil it down to. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people lead within their roles or within their job descriptions. But servant leadership is really recognizing that you're here for a higher purpose than just to fill a role or a job description. And um, the way I look at it is I always want the interactions I have with my team and my coworkers at the end of whatever at the end of that process looks like. I want them to have grown and it to have been meaningful. And if it's not, then somehow I'm not, I'm failing them as a servant leader because 
anyone who comes into my orbit should take away something and learn and grow, as should I. Um, you know, just interacting with them, I gain additional experience, additional perspective. And so as a servant leader, I, I think that you have to continually lead with, a, with purpose in mind. You know, like for me, uh, I have a very defined set of principles. Those don't change very often. So the things around me may change, but the principles stay the same. And so that is kind of how I serve my team because they know that this is what they can look forward to me in, in leadership. The next perspective on servant leadership comes from a newly acquired colleague and friend of mine, Robert Bo Bravo. He was a guest on season one, episode eight of the Create Magic at Work podcast. I met Bo uh, when I was a guest actually on his podcast, the Bo and Luke show, and we hit it off and have done some uh, great collaborations since. Bo has served in several executive positions and is the founder of Hale Media Group and the Bravo Center of Excellence. He has also served both Presidents Bush and Obama as the White House Communications Agency and Presidential Communications Officer. Here is Bo's take on servant leadership. Servant leadership is all about making sure that you're taking care of you truly are taking care of and serving the team, the people that you are responsible for. And I mean that in a very genuine manner, right? It's up to the leader. If you're a servant leader, then you are providing everything that your team needs to be successful from physical equipment to inspiration, motivation. You know your team members the best that you can, who they are as a whole person, right? And you make decisions based upon that, not a the best servant leaders don't make, you know, one size fits all decisions, you know, because what might work for Amy and to help Amy perform is going to be different than what helps Bo perform. Um, and I can serve the needs of both people or multiple people at the same time to make them know that they're cared for and that they're an important part of the team. And the other aspect of that is servant leaders stand up and take the heat regardless. If I'm in charge, then I'm responsible for everything, all of those mistakes that go wrong. And then when I get, when we get accolades from above or wherever they come from, right, then you make sure as the servant leader that those accolades are going to your team and the people that were responsible for the work. This next perspective on servant leadership comes from a long time spiritual uh, counselor or leader of mine, Raven Shambhala. Uh, Raven had one of the most popular episodes on the Create Magic at Work podcast because uh, she and I discussed if venting about work can ruin your personal relationships. <laughs> and I think we've all been there, right? So if you haven't heard that episode, go back and check it out. I like this one and I love to share this because this is a really great perspective from a spiritual leader on what servant leadership is and how we can bring this into business and into uh, the corporate space. So here is Raven Shambhala, master energy healer, and her perspective on servant leadership.
Servant leadership to me means you find a way to give back to your employees and your community and in a genuine way, in a genuine way, not in a fake way. It means that you find others that are inspired to serve and you put them in charge of a project. Let's do, let's feed the homeless for Thanksgiving and put a new committee out there and foster service project. You know, getting people together to serve the community. And right now there's some kind of bottleneck going on in corporate America. I don't really understand it. Uh, I used to work for IBM, no longer, right? I don't really understand the bottlenecks there with why it's not more fair, why people feel it's not more fair, or why there isn't more service. But I know corporations do try to give back to the community. I think that's a great idea. Just make sure it's genuine and find those people within the organization that will really benefit from service. Put them in charge of those little projects and see how far it will go within your own organization. I just love Raven's answer to what servant leadership is and how she's already touching on giving back to communities and what can organizations do to instill projects that ripple out to humanity? And that's really where we're taking the Create Magic at Work podcast with leaders and guests in this season is, you know, shifting from servant leadership to quantum leadership. The next guest that shared their perspective on servant leadership comes from Aaron Tobacco. He kicked off season two, episode one, and he is actually the most popular uh, episode ever so far on the Create Magic at Work podcast. And I, I am so loving the reason why he is, because his topic was how to practice presence at a high level. And how cool is that, that that's the most popular episode that people are drawn to listen to and soak in, which is so inspiring for all of us, really. I met Aaron. Uh, he, he's an executive coach and the director of staff experience in the Department of Medicine at the University of California, San Francisco. I met Aaron at the UC Berkeley Executive Coaching Institute. Uh, we both attended that uh, school of business to get our executive coaching certifications. And I met him at a conference where we were both presenting. And we have been fast friends and close collaborators and colleagues ever since. So here is Aaron's perspective on servant leadership. That's an interesting question. This was, uh, you know, kind of a concept that again was pretty popular in the nineties, the early nineties, this idea of a servant leader, which was sort of shaking up the corporate world a little bit and making people think about that. In kind of preparing for our discussion today, I, I gave some thought to, you know, what does that really mean to me, servant leadership? Um, I think it's really fair to say that I've always attempted to practice as my leadership style um, naturally grew over the years to be very servant or service oriented. But, you know, your question made me think about, well, what are the dimensions of that? What are the skills of that? I think one being like we're talking about today, practicing presence at a really high level really facilitates the ability for us to be in service to those that we lead. 
So there's that piece. I don't need to belabor that anymore today. I think also one of the concepts that really occurs to me that's tricky about servant leadership is that I think sometimes there's this idea that it means the relationship dynamic is once again hierarchical, but in a reverse situation that, you know, we place the other at a higher level in some way than we are. But I don't know that that's really true. I think, you know, the service that I think I'm really trying to provide to somebody that I care about in my workplace is more about being in service to truth. What is really true? And it's not necessarily servant and served in that context, but more, I I feel like I'm a steward of the space and a steward of truth. So uh, what do I mean by that? I think what I mean is that very often, you know, people come to us uh, in situations where we aren't really sure how to act. We don't really want to deliver hard news. We don't want to say things that might be hurtful. You know, I think feedback situations where we're expected or people are requesting it is probably a great space to think about servant leadership because you move into that space, you're responsible for leading this individual by giving them some feedback. And, you know, you're going to give them feedback about things that are going well and things that are not going well. And I have seen leaders, I mean, I've written a whole series about this because leaders really struggle with that, giving authentic feedback. But I think that that's what I mean when I'm talking about the connection between servant leadership and honesty or truth is that you really have to commit yourself to the service of the other person and ensuring that they have honest, authentic self-reflection about what they're doing and where they are so they can actually authentically move forward and progress. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, you made me think a lot about different aspects of um, servant leadership. And I guess those were the two things for me was presence and my relationship to truth and honesty um, and Mm. authenticity when working with people. The next guest perspective on servant leadership comes from Brian McComick. And he was a guest on the Create Magic at Work podcast, season two, episode 10, where he talked about leading through fear and discomfort to inspire change. Brian is the founder of Hummingbird Humanity. He started Hummingbird Humanity as an initiative to bring humanity back to the workplace. There were so many beautiful insights that Brian shared in this episode. I encourage you to go back and take a listen. I feel really fortunate that his team reached out to me to be a guest and that our paths intersected. And this perspective on servant leadership that Brian shared is not one of philosophy, but also very, it's not only one of philosophy, but it's also very practical. Uh, And he shares some immediate things that you can do as a leader to operate from this, this space and really, he's really speaking to being a quantum leader when, when it boils down to it. So take a listen. You know, one of the, the things that came to mind as, as you were just talking through the, the realities of what's possible here, because I, I'm with you, right, Amy? Like, how do people not get this? Well, one thing that I, that I would offer is, 
I actually think that this type of management, this type of leadership is harder. It's so much harder than what we, like even what I was taught um, as I was growing up as a manager. Uh, it takes additional effort and intention and consideration and vulnerability. And it takes the ability to say, hey, I get things wrong. Uh, I make mistakes. I um, I don't know all the things. And uh, by the way, when I say those things, as humans, I think all of us are like, well, of course, you can't know all the things. You're, you're human, so you're going to make mistakes and you're going to get things wrong. And we're always learning and we're always growing. We're always works in progress. But I also get that for many of us, it's, it's, it's a harder journey. Now, I also think once you practice being a leader and a manager who is, um, who's taking time to connect with the people that are on your team in a human way, who's allowing space for, mistakes um, and uh, those moments to really be opportunities for growth and learning, you know, that takes additional effort and energy. But once you start doing it, it actually becomes just the way you do it. It doesn't be, it doesn't feel like to me, hopefully I'm doing that today. And it doesn't feel like extra to me anymore. I like it. I feel better about it. I feel like I'm better connected with the humans that I get to work with. And it feels natural to me today, but that wasn't, wasn't what I was trained to do growing up. Um, in the, the corporate environment and landscape. I think the other thing that comes to mind for me as a, as a servant leader is, so one is, you know, how do you create space for this humanity to be the case, the reality? How do you, um, allow for humans to be human? And then there's also, how do you own your, I'll use this phrase that some of the team that Hummingbird like, uh, is how do you own your side of the street? So without question, there are days and moments and, and times where I am really frustrated <laughs> around something that someone on the team did, right? Right. Because so I, I would love to pretend that I'm always this person with joy and, and compassion and care and respect. I do try to make sure I always live those values. And, um, and I always want to show up with those values. So when I have those moments where I'm like super frustrated, I have to say, okay, well, let's pause before we talk. So practice the pause, as I said earlier, of there may be a mm -hmm. conversation I have I need to have with one of my team members, but let me start before I give them feedback or coaching. Is my side of the street clean? Have I shared with them what their job description and responsibilities are? Have I shared with them my, that what my expectations are? Have I made myself available to support them if they need a thought partner, if they need someone who is, um, you know, is helping them think through the best approach or do they need support from someone else who has a different expertise than either one of us have? Whatever that may be, I, I ask those questions before that conversation happens. And, you know, I think for me, part of that servant leadership is, making sure that I'm holding myself accountable first. Okay, so we've got two more that I want to share with you. And these are in no particular order. This isn't a countdown or anything like that. I just did these in sort of episodic order, if you will. But Tim Kakir is a growth consultant that was a guest on the Create Magic at Work podcast, season two, episode 11. And we talked about how to empower leaders to make the right decisions. And Tim talked about this thing called collective intelligence. And it was elevating collaboration and brainstorming to a whole new level. And so I think it's really important to share Tim's perspective on servant leadership uh, because it definitely has a quantum spin to it as well. 
And he references how to create magic at work, which is what we all want to do, especially, I'm sure, the listeners of this podcast with me. Um, So take a listen to Tim's perspective on servant leadership. This is why we create companies. This is why AI and machine learning and and robots are not going to take our jobs because they cannot think outside the box. And this is why we take humans, because we want them to be emotional sometimes. Yes, on the bad day, it's not the best decision you're going to make. You know, um, Hopefully, in a good day, you're going to make a better decision. But we bring people together to have different angles. We bring culture together. You know, We bring languages. We bring different, uh, ra- um, different races, different ethnicities. We bring different genders together. right? And this is what we're trying to do in the world, is to hear everybody out. Because if we hear everybody out about the problem, we might find many other solutions that could be ethically more correct than maybe the decision that the data has uh, that's was trying to drive us towards, right? So this is why I think um, going back to the title of your podcast, create magic at work. To create that magic at work, in my opinion, it's to to be uh, fully inclusive. You know, it's to have compassion, um, humility. It's the topic of servant leadership, right? If you're going to be a leader, be a servant leader because the people that you bring together are the people who are going to grow your company. They are the people who are going to make the work magical. They are the people that you've relied on when you hire them. So please keep relying on them, but create the space for them to be their best selves. And finally, I had to include this individual's perspective on servant leadership. This comes from Phyllis Sarkaria. She is also, I met Phyllis uh, through the UC Berkeley Executive Coaching Institute. There's some amazing leaders that that go through that program. And uh, she has written a book titled Courageous Clarity. And I just love that title. And the wisdom that she has in that book is uh, something that really can transform your life and help you move through your life feeling a little more, I guess, safe, if you will, in the changes that can occur. Uh, Phyllis is a master coach. If you haven't heard um, how to be a leader with courageous clarity, I, again, encourage you to go back and check it out. So this is the final perspective on servant leadership from Phyllis Sarkaria before we transition to quantum. Take a listen, and I hope that all of these perspectives sent some magic to you today. Servant leadership is absolutely, as a leader, being willing to put the team first. It goes beyond, I'm not going to ask you to do anything I wouldn't do, because a lot of leaders hold themselves to such a high standard, it's it isn't necessarily fair to require the same of their teams, but really thinking about the individuals on your team and how you as a leader can help them be their best. Because it's kind of like, if you think of it as a candle, if we're all candles and you as the leader are the lit candle, how do you light the other candles? Because the first candle isn't diminished by lighting other candles. And yet, if you can serve others, if you can light their candle, then you have this multiplier effect with those on your team.
my goal is to move all of us that are in this create magic at work quantum leader space to start operating as a quantum leader. I have never heard quantum leadership described more beautifully than from Dana Zohar. And Dana Zohar is a philosopher and a physicist, and she has done years of work in large organizations all over the world. She talks a lot about combining East with West business practices. She's written a lot of books on spiritual intelligence. One of her latest books is called The Quantum Leader. Talks all about business, talks all about how to be a quantum leader, how to lead with collaboration. And she has an oath of the quantum leader in her book. And and I'll drop the book in the show notes because it's a must read if you want to be a next level leader. So here's her, her oath of the quantum leader. I believe that global business has the money and power to make a significant difference in today's troubled world. And that by making that difference, it can help itself as well as others. I envision business raising its sights above the bottom line. I envision business becoming a vocation like the higher professions. To make this possible, I believe that business must add a moral dimension, becoming more service and value-oriented, and largely eliminating the assumed natural distinction between private enterprise and public service institutions. I envision business taking responsibility for the world in which it operates and from which it creates its wealth. I envision myself becoming one of those business leaders who are servant leaders, leaders who serve not just stockholders, colleagues, employees, products, and customers, but leaders who also serve the community, the planet, humanity, the future, and life itself. I want us to move together to this space, to this space where we are leaders who serve not just stockholders, colleagues, employees, products, and customers, but we serve our communities, we serve the planet, humanity, future, and life itself. Every episode where someone is a guest on the Create Magic at Work podcast will be asked, not what does servant leadership mean to them, but what does quantum leadership mean to them? And I'm very excited to move into this new space and hear the collaborative answers that we will receive. So I hope you enjoyed this tribute (laughs) to all of the beautiful responses I received to what is a servant leader, and I hope you will stay with us on the journey into quantum leadership. Sending magic to you. Hey everyone, it's Amy here. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Create Magic at Work. And please come back often and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Keep joining us for more exciting episodes where we help you transform workplace culture to systems that create less drama and stress and have high productivity and profitability. You can get your own tools for the workplace at createmagicatwork.net. I have a new Create Magic at Work, the journal that just released, and it invites you to reflect about different themes for work in your career. Each section of the journal contains a topic and affirmation and two prompt questions to help you journal your thoughts. Topics are like inspiring others, mentorship, expansion, and productivity. Connect with me at createmagicatwork.net. 
Also connect with me on LinkedIn under Amy Lynn Durham. Sending magic to everyone and see you next time.